Hello, welcome to the World Cafe podcast. This podcast has been designed with curated content that centers on the power of words. Can we really do anything without speaking? Can we really do anything without the agency of words? Yes, that is what this podcast is all about. And I am your host, Amakri Isobwe, your neighborhood word trader. I believe in the power of words, for it is the unit of creation. I trade in words to profit my world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good everything. How are we all doing? Yes, we're back to that space, the World Cafe Live show. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine here. I'm fine. Beautiful. Uh, so exciting. The atmosphere is, you know, mm, alive. You know how we say it when we come into the studio? Yes, we come in to lean on one another's experience to forge a path. And that is what we have come to do today. I have somebody so, so dear to my heart today, you know, on the show. Don't worry, I'll bring him on soon. We are going to be talking about the dream of a Port Harcourt boy. Yes, Port Harcourt, the capital city of River State Oil, as we call it, the oil city. I have some from there i mean he has this amazing story I, I i mean i just have to you know bring it on and share with us enough i'll bring, i won't call his name when he comes on and uh, you see him then we'll begin to flow are you ready i'm ready i'm bringing him on now there you are hey <laughs> hi james hello 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 how are you I'm, doing i'm great and you yeah, I, I'm cool. I, I didn't want to call your name until I, you know, uh, uh, just bring you on so that everybody will see where James Numberry is in the house today. For those of <laughs> us who know James, he's in the house today. Welcome to the World Cafe Live Show, James. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> pleasure, pleasure. Yeah. What's, what's the weather like where you are? Uh, it's summer. So okay. everybody's all smiles and we're all happy. <laughs> so it's it's good. That's so good. You know, my son will always ask me this question. Daddy, why is it called summer? Why while it's raining heavily here in Nigeria, why is it called summer? And I don't know what I really don't know what to tell him. I just tell him, guy, let's just go on. It's summer. Let's play along. It's raining here for us. <laughs> so welcome. So who is James Numberry? Let us get to meet this wonderful personality. Who wow. is James? That is um, a million-dollar question because mm-hmm. um, so many aspects to me. Um, James is a person. James is a lover of God. James mm. is an artist. James is a musician. Um, James is a songwriter. James mm. is um, an uncle. Mm. Um, James is a friend. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but like... Those are the things I can say. So there's so many aspects to me. James is a human physiologist. James is, um, what else? James Mm. is a son. Um, Mm. Yeah, that is James Nambere. You know, that last part you said about human physiologist, I I think you did that. That's what you started in school as, you know. Yes, that was my first degree in uh, Uniport in the University of Port Harcourt. So I studied human physiology. Okay, but um, well, that, that's not why we're here today. Because <laughs> I, I know we're, we're way past that. Now we're here to meet James 
the musician, James, uh, okay. the songwriter, James, yeah. the artist, you know. Yeah. I mean, for you, when, when did this all begin? Guys, before before he goes into saying anything, you know, James, beyond uh, the schoolwork and all that, he's a fantastic musician you know the way he sings he sings from within if you've heard james before i tell you he sings from within amazing how did this all begin for you (laughs) um my favorite thing to tell people because i think this is the best way to describe it is that music chose me i didn't choose music so yeah so uh, for as long as i can remember i've always been singing i've always wanted to sing um it's a good thing i grew up in the family i grew up in um my um dad um apostle judith Umberry of blessed memory yeah um, he was a pastor but he was also um a singer he loved to sing and dance so mm. i think um my siblings and i got that from him my mom um pastor dr noyim um she doesn't really sing person she sings but she's not a singer but she loves good music so she was the one who um just saw the potential in all of us my siblings were all um musically inclined musically Mm. inclined and so she used to always buy tapes um music tapes for us and then she would give it to us and we'll listen Mm -hmm. and then what would happen is that we'd learn the songs and we'd just learn how to harmonize amongst ourselves Mm. um, sing harmonies and then when she she would go out to preach she would take us with her and before she ministered we would all sing before she ministered so that was I think that's like my earliest memory of me like doing any kind of singing per se I've always been singing with my siblings and yeah. of course there was the children choir my sister was the first choir mistress and then, my, then it was my other brother and basically it has always been that way but me specifically I used to take a broomstick mm-hmm. tell <laughs> and, us yeah and like um, you know waterproof the polythene bags I would yeah. tear some part of it and then I would tie it to the tip of it and then I would hold it and I would just like that was like my mic and the cord, basically. Exactly. That's what it was. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like in the church compound. So anyone who yeah. grew up in the church, co- church compound with us will remind, will tell you that James was always carrying broomstick around with like, and always going, yeah, you saw, yeah, yeah. You were creating, a, you were creating your future, more or less. Exactly. And I'll just be singing. It's funny. I'll be singing and I'm, I was just imagining crowds before me and I'll yes. be singing songs. And mm-hmm. literally, that's what it was. <laughs> now I think about it, I laugh about it. Because I can imagine. At some point, I got kind of shy because anytime I did it, people would just stand to watch me. And I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I used to go to the toilet in the house and I would mm-hmm. lock the door and be in the toilet singing. And my siblings, when they want to use the loo, like they knock on the door and James mm-hmm. is there for over 30 minutes, an hour. And they're like, James, open the door. Why did I... <laughs> I was annoying, I guess. You were, just having, you were just having your moment. I would be there. I could comfortably be there for hours. I'm not joking. Whoa. Yes. Mm. Just me mm. going, yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine all the scenarios you could think of. So that was Now tell us, yeah. you, 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 you talked about your dad. I know I saw a video once. Uh, your dad is from, he's from Calabari, as in he speaks fluently, which I mean... Uh, each time I then listen to him, we're just at home like, whoa, he's he's, he's at it again. You know, he flows in that Calabari, <laughs> I mean, uh, terrain. I saw him singing, I think it was a morning devotion or something, and all of you just came together. It was like the high life kind of theme, you know, and 
tell us what was it like at home you know when when he goes into that mood <laughs> um first of all um it's such a wonderful thing now i think about it because i we didn't realize what we had then in the sense mm. that um Five o'clock every day. Five o'clock, we're always woken up for devotions. It was annoying as a child because you just want to sleep, <laughs> you know? and so we always used to have devotion at five, no matter what. And we would always sing. We would always sing. We'd start with the singing, and everybody had their turn to like conduct devotion. Like mm-hmm. if you're reading the book of Genesis, someone conducts today, and you explain. I know the next day, the next chapter, like from the oldest to the youngest. And my dad always used to be there when he was around because he was always yeah. preaching and traveling yeah. um so um we always used to sing and because we we're all singers we would just sing and we had my cousins and lots of people who my parents always brought in so whether you could sing or not you would sing and it was something that we just grew up with just early in the morning we'll rise up and praise god and mm. you know, i think that video you saw i think that was um i'm glad we we're able to capture that because that was one mm. of the um um, last times before he, you know, he passed on. Mm. But yeah, it was something that, yeah. It, it was it, it was it was pure beauty. I must say because I kept going over, over and over as I just kept going back to it. And it was it was John Wheel October that you know shared it on his own Facebook profile, and I was like, John, where did you get this video from? And I kept going over and over. Yeah. Again. I mean, beautiful moment the way he was leading and singing passionately you know amazing now how did you find yourself in this professional space of singing how did it all um do you know so this is the thing i've always known i wanted to sing that's all oh, i wanted to do like beautiful. i said music chose me mm. but i didn't know how it was going to happen that's one thing so even after secondary school and just like okay it's time for uni mm. what do you want to do <laughs> to sing uh, <laughs> um, and then I remember um, that's why I always mentioned my mom because my mom has always been um, just a rock that's mm. all I can say and I the way, thank God that the way, the way the moms are always <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I thank God that she's um, alive to see all these things because beautiful what do you want to do? I want to do music. <laughs> and then my dad was like, well, you need to face reality. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you need to face reality. And then um, my dad, I remember my mom and dad discussing then, and my dad was like, well, all his siblings sing, so um, why does he need to especially study music given the way things are in the country? He needs to face mm. reality. And my mom was like, well, you know, he's... His, the way the music has been about him is just different. Like he mm-hmm. always, you know, I think she was just recalling all the things that she had seen me doing. Anyway, mm-hmm. but my dad was like, so I ended up studying human physiology. So I tell people that that degree, like African parents, that was for my parents. For <laughs> and um, but I never gave up hope because the thing is this: like when you are destined to do something, you just do what you can do. So I was teaching. Um, I was teaching the teenage choir in church. So when I got into uni, I was still teaching in, in University of Port Harcourt. I was teaching like choirs, like the church choir, fellowship choir, and all I re- that. I, I, rem- doing- I remember those moments. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing all that because that's just what I love. And I, it's one of, I mentioned it in one of my Facebook posts after this whole Queen's trip. I was like, people asked yeah. me if I was afraid. I was like, I wasn't. I was excited. You mm-hmm. know? Because 
um, I had done this before. The only difference was that I hadn't done it in front of this kind of crowd. I'd been doing it since I was young, mm. when nobody was there. So in Uniport, when we used to have the all nights and you're teaching and doing all that, teaching choirs mm. and all, this is what I was doing, but nobody yeah. was seeing. So, um, and that's why I tell people, and I said people never, you know, don't look down on your days of little beginnings. You just mm-hmm. do what you're meant to do, and then you know, in time. Because if I this was if this was the first time I was doing this, I probably would have been so scared. But it was not the first time. It's just like, oh, it's one of those things we've been doing before. Like <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, so I did. I was still doing music then. Um, then I finished um, school, and then um, I started working um, with Johnson and Johnson as a. Okay. Um, with their Ethicon branch, which is like their medical branch, so I was a medical mm. devices specialist. So uh, okay. I remember those days. I used to I used to cover like Delta, Abia State, and River State. So I, was, mm. I used to drive and buy. I was mm. anyway um, during the crazy period. I wouldn't be able to do that now, but my, my dream was still alive. I was still doing stuff. I was singing with my siblings and all that. And one time, my mom just told me like, "Just pray that God will change the heart of your father because." Yeah, so I actually prayed about it, and of course she was praying. And then I think it was twenty thirteen December when we we're having like you know end of the year family stuff, and he was just yeah. like, my dad was just like, James, I've decided that you can go and study your music. Your music. <laughs> Because you've given me my physiology, <laughs> now you go do your music. Exactly, <laughs> and so it, and the, this is the thing: when it was time, I was ready because I'd already said searching for schools and all those mm. things and so when he had told me that it was like bam 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 i immediately got things together i said i applied for and actually i applied to three schools i got in i got all that stuff and Whoa, then, beautiful so between 2013 december and september 2014 because that's when school starts that's when mm. i moved um mm. and then of course i started studying i did a higher diploma in vocals and then i moved on to the degree to study songwriting and then that was when I joined the choir called the London Community Gospel Choir Beautiful. 2015 at the end of my higher diploma and so it's been there um, even when I finished um, I was done with school in 2018 they just kept Mm. asking like oh are you yeah this that so Mm. I kept in touch and all that and then long story short that's what you saw that Sunday with me beautiful (laughs) guys guys let me let me put a perspective to this james has been on that journey of discovery you know like i know what i want to do i want to be a singer i want to sing professionally you know but okay uh mommy and daddy or rather daddy now wants me to do this based on the past the perception in africa nigeria to be precise i went to school fine got a a co- i mean a, a college degree or university degree as, as we may call it in nigeria but now that calling is still there. I want to sing. I want to sing. Not just sing carelessly, but sing with intention. And from what he just told us now, it's like, surely it will come, but slowly mm. I'm getting there gradually. Now, he, he said something which I'm going to dwell on a bit now about the Queen's uh, 70th, is it Jubilee anniversary now? James Dunbury was on that stage. For those of us who saw him, we, as in those of us in Port Harcourt now, we just sat down. Let me speak pidgin English here now. Oh boy, see James now. You know, we were all like elated. 
I mean, is that not James we're seeing on that stage? Mm. Amazing. Now, James, tell us, what was it like standing on that stage in front of Buckingham Palace doing your thing? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts, or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. It was a surreal moment, you know. I keep telling people that like, it took me um, till now. I, I'm still processing it because, like, I, mm. everyone has been telling me, and I know it's just it's history. It's the platinum yeah. jubilee. She is um, the queen. Is the presently the longest reigning living monarch ever. Yeah. You know, there wouldn't be another platinum jubilee in my lifetime for us yeah. to celebrate for any living monarch. So it was history because. Um, I, not only did I lead the choir, I also conducted the national anthem. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I went, didn't see that. I didn't see that that beat, but oh, that's because when um, she came up, like the, all the cameras are focused on her. On her. So true. when you, if you watch it again, when you mm-hmm. hear this thing, and we are the ones singing, and I'm literally the one conducting. Conducting the, whole, the choir. Yeah. Beautiful. The anyway, Beautiful. so the feeling <laughs> was just. It was one of those things where. After the parade happened, then they allowed people to come to where we where where, uh, where we stood, and just mm-hmm. the whole crowd. And I was watching, and then what happened to me is like I had deja vu because not even deja vu. I just remembered when I was younger and I had a dream, which is oh. funny. I don't know how I remembered that dream. I think maybe it's just little things that have kept me going. When I was younger, I had a dream mm. that I was singing before thousands and thousands of people, and I was mm. singing, and they were waving, and I was like. So when that I saw them, the whole crowd came forward. I was like, "Jesus, this is my dream." He brought this you back is, to your dream. I as I was standing there, I could just remember. <laughs> I was like, and I was almost getting emotional. I was like, "Wow!" Yeah. I felt like God. What? Because I I think it was before I was an early teen or before, mm. before I became a teen. But I I remembered it vividly at that moment, and I was just like, "Wow!" And Beautiful. then of course we started singing. For me. Um, whether I'm singing with four to three people, it's the same energy. So mm. being able to sing before that, it was amazing. Just seeing people moving along and dancing along. But to me, I was just like, I'm here to just spread joy and love. And that's what I'm doing. So uh-huh. after everything was done, that's when I was like, what just happened? <laughs> out, out of body experience. Yeah, what, what just happened? Because I've watched it so many times. And even like everybody was telling me, even the choir members were like, that was the first song they announced, and then like James just went in, like it was as if bam, bam, bam. I was just like, yeah, because mm, so when I was there, like, <laughs> thank you. But I was like, what just happened? Like, what just happened? We sang, and then I conducted mm. for the Queen, and I was like, what just happened? Until now, I just like, I told one of my friends, they're like, fear God, you know. Because I the way tell God, you. Yeah, God, and it's just it, it made me scared. I was like, God, do it though. You literally ordered my steps all these years. Hold, James, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I just, I just like the way you give that Portacot side of you. Fear God, do. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. 
<laughs> my fear God because I just I was marveling and I was talking to God. I'm like, how did you order my steps like this until I got mm. to this point? So that mm. that dream I had then, as in, because sometimes I mean, and then He reminded me right there on the stage when it happened. I'm just like, when I saw it, I was just like, this is my dream. Like, mm-hmm. what? nah. So I was like, yeah, mm. fear God. I mean, um, I, I've learned that the safest place is in God's will. And over the years, I mean, people are saying this stuff and people are like, yeah, wonderful. And like, we want to do that. But the journey is not easy. So many times. And I, my mom has encouraged me so many times. And I'm just like, she's like, are you okay? I'm just like, I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. This is this. And she's just like, be anxious for she keeps on quoting scripture she's like be anxious for just for nothing by prayers supplication make her request known, known to god and i always ask her sometimes like how come you're always calm she was like well she's been through, maybe because she's older and she has been through a lot mm. because she survived the biafran war and all that stuff she just learned to trust she's like your life is in god's hands yeah. you know so you can't be worrying about the thing so the journey and this is the thing i've learned how to embrace the journey because Beautiful. imagine just like joseph seeing that mm-hmm. dream of like um the stars and all this stuff bowing down to bowing him to him the next thing he saw himself in prison and all that so betrayed by his brothers like crazy stuff his journey wasn't like exactly it was like this and and all a lot of ups and downs and it prepared him for that point and so for me i've learned how to embrace the journey because like when right when i was young like oh yeah i'm going to sing before crowds and all that kind of stuff that never Mm. happened then i mean Mm. small small it was yeah we're getting there but like we're getting there I have embraced the journey now and I'm just like, wow, God, mm. is this how you walk? You know, and I'm just like, do you know what? I am totally sold out to whatever he wants to do with me exactly. right now because yeah, I'm like, like God, what? <laughs> God, how? God, how? doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it does, and why I'm saying this thing is also because I was one conducting the choir. I don't conduct the choir there. I do I do choirs, but I think this mm. is like time they've asked me to do to conduct the choir what happened was that most of the other choir members were engaged okay engaged to do britain's got talent oh yes and so they were in the semi-finals and they didn't know if you're going to get to the finals and um they had said um for the platinum jubilee they wanted the names of the people that were going to do it so they could do their whole security check and all oh they had asked me about britain britain's got talent i was like no i don't want to do it so i was free so Mm. um since the beginning of may even before may our names had already been sent and they had already done their security check so they couldn't add any new names so the choir did so well in britain's got talent but we didn't get to the finals oh what a shame yeah, so the finals was that Sunday. So by Monday they did the semi-finals, and by sun, by after the semi-finals they didn't go through. By Tuesday, we have a whole lot of people who were free for Sunday, but they couldn't do it anymore because um, security checks and all has that. been done. You can't add anything. And in, there were our conductor was there, our MD was there, um, even the other people that sometimes conduct the choirs. They were all mm. already in that Britain. So they were all free, but they couldn't mm-hmm. do it. And it's like, wow. yeah, James, you be the one. And just on Wednesday, they told me, I'm like, why are you guys telling me now? Like, <laughs> but literally, and I look at it like, God is just like, He wants me to be the one he's, to do that. That's what just he orchest- He's just orchestrating the whole thing. It's like, I want you to do this. I just want you to do this. Exactly. That's why, because it could have been anybody. 
true. Honestly, like, tell people it could have been anybody, but it's just like, God wanted me to do it, to be the one conducting, be the one conducting the British National Anthem. I'm Nigerian, be the one conducting the British National Anthem. What? What is going wonderful. on? You know, so. <laughs> I like that. I'm a Nigerian doing the British National Anthem. Who won't try you now? <laughs> Um, and one Beautiful. thing I know, I know, and I saw some comments because some people were just like, people have their reservations about stuff like this because of colonialism and all that mm. stuff. Mm. And one thing I've learned now, I also learned it from my dad, it was that wherever, whatever platform that you've been given mm-hmm. to spread the gospel, to use your go gift, ahead. go ahead go and ahead. do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Use that platform. So that's for me, I'm like, yeah we don't like colonialism and this is this you might have your reservations about the queen about the british mm. and all that stuff but if you've been given a platform go ahead use that platform because I like- I, it's, it's god giving you that platform it's not if if you had strong if i had struggled for it that's different but when yeah. god gives you a platform to mm-hmm. use your gifts you better mm-hmm. use it because you see in, in if joseph had said oh yeah because pharaoh doesn't doesn't love god then i'm not going to interfere mm. to this or daniel or uh, shadrach meshach and abednego mm. in the days of you know nebuchadnezzar yeah whenever god that, gives you a platform use it it has not changed you know god god has a way of walking his will through everything you know, exactly. it's for you to understand this is God working his will through everything. The situation mm-hmm. might not be right for A, B, C. But mm-hmm. Listen, this is God working out his will through the mm-hmm. situation. So excuse me, I bow to his will. And that prayer, let your will be will done. Be done. Let your Perfect. will be done. Yeah. Perfect. Now, now, let me ask you, I, I know you've been doing this for a while now. Mm-hmm. Have you done any recording of your own, like an original? You've done recordings here and there, have you? Oh, yeah, lots. Mm. <laughs> so I've got like a few singles, like between 2016 and 2017 and 2018, I had some singles out. And then 2020, I released my first EP. Okay. Which was, um, <laughs> most of it was actually written and recorded during lockdown. Mm. And what happened then was that I just started writing and I was recording in my room and sending to my friends who were recording remotely and all that stuff so that mm. ep um which is called lead sessions mm-hmm. um, was all about the um what's it called lockdown period the lockdown and then last year november i released the second ep which is called the tale of two cities which is what most people in Portacot know because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the one where um i featured um basically Portacot artists yeah. The idea of that was just to have that collaboration between the two cities I've lived my whole life, Port Harcourt and London, and to showcase the richness of like Port Harcourt City. I didn't, people were like, oh, why don't you feature this person? I said, no, 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 I want Port Harcourt people. This yeah. is the idea about it, you know. Amazing. And so, um, if you listen to it, of course, um, Sensational Bami Dele, Prino Tete, Soti, Najite, and Toxin Namani. I actually released the final video, just a video for every song. The okay. final video came out on Monday called Joy. So Joy. Okay. just go to yeah, go to YouTube and just you just see all the videos there. And um, I would say the reception has been so wonderful. Amazing. So, so, so wonderful. Amazing. Because I think I need to remind people that like, guys, I'm still a protocol boy. Yeah, because if you listen to some of our somebody one time told me, ah, James, you don't go, you don't they sing like this for you both people. <laughs> I, <laughs> I never go, I still be here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was good and also 
he listened to like the Calabari song Terminal Blue and then he I'm about like, coming to that. I'm about uh, coming to that. Go ahead, sing, go ahead. The singers, the singers there, like my BBs, the background vocalists, the two girls, yeah. the singer, the girls, they had to learn how to sing. You don't say. When you watch the video, you will see them singing. <laughs> so that was that that collaboration. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I was telling people just me embracing all parts of you know. Yeah, of myself and all my influences because before I used to like, oh, let me no, now I'm just like, you know what? It's all part of me. I can't separate it. Beautiful. So that's yeah, that's what that EP is about. Now, singing in Calabari languages and that flow, I, I, I want to I, let me believe it came from Popsies because he does that a lot. Because in that video, the, the song he was singing was more in the uh, Calabari dialect. Now, how did you go about that? Tell me. Okay. Um, for that one, I wanted because for every single artist that was featured in, in, in that is like I was very specific about it. So I wanted to do a Calabari song and I was like, there's only one person I know who would deliver this thing the way mm. we would want it and where people can say that this is like because I didn't want anything diluted and that was a really sensational Bamitele. I was like, so I called him up. <laughs> And I was like, see, we have to do the hill. Like, okay, okay, okay. You know, have you, I don't know if you've met him. You're like, okay, okay, no, okay. I'm not. No, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I just said God led me because everyone I worked with on that EP, they were so willing. Even Prior did it. He was like, brother, whenever mm-hmm. I'm game for it and all. So I met up with Sessionab and we're like, okay, what songs? I'm like, let's do some choruses. And he was like, this one. I said, no, let's try this, let's try this. And then that is it and what happened is this like when we're in the studio so mm-hmm. it was like okay you sing and then I'll sing and we'll sing and I'll sing at some point I was like nah, nah. <laughs> do you know what Dele you please sing. just sing eh? <laughs> just sing as if I'm not meant to sing and just flow then and what I'll happens is that we can I'll come in somewhere and we can maybe edit this or edit that he was like okay when he was done I said I'm not editing anything <laughs> Because he was flowing, he did mm-hmm. one take, and he was like, "Okay." And he was like, "Okay, no, cut it. Let me go again from here." I told him, "See, this thing you've done, I am not taking it. I'm not because I thought we see the song is king. I'm not going to like if the song, mm, everything the is song is king. Insert, I I can't be inserting myself there, so I'll do the part I can do. So if you listen after I sing my verse and then he's singing, I just either harmonize with him. I'm like, yeah, or this underneath mm. them because I'm like, I don't because." the song is king (laughs) i love that i love that guys we've been talking with james numberi you will agree with me he's full of life the excitement is palpable you you can hear it from his voice you know sharing that gift god has given to him with the world amazing ah i know he has a lot to catch up with and i told you we we won't spend more than 30 minutes but I'm looking at the time. I'm just enjoying myself. But before I let him go, I'd like him to say something in music in his dialect because he he's from that place. I want him to say something. Say something in music. In music. In music. Say something in music. In your language. In Calabari language. Say something in music. Say something in music. Like you want me to sing in Calabari? Is that what you're asking? If, you, if, if saying something in music is singing, that's what you do. You sing. Go ahead. Oh, she just want me to sing. That's why. Yes. <laughs> no, they're like bo 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 tamunabo. Mhm. Bo 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 tamunabo. 
Tamunabo, Tamunabo, What that song? This morning you're making me sing, is it? Nah, go ahead. <laughs> what that song means is come, come, yeah. Jehovah, come, 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 Jehovah, come, come. Hear our prayers. That's the that's the meaning of that song, James. We're so grateful you took out this time uh, to share this space with us. It means a lot to us, and we want to wish you well. You know, you. imagine where you're start. I would say where you're starting from is the sky. You know, they say the sky is your limit. No, that's not for you. For what we have seen, uh, 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 the the sky is your beginning. The celestial, the, the the galaxies are waiting for you, and you're just going there and spreading that joy. We are so proud of you. Thank you. We are happy for you. Thank, thank you for, you. thank you for taking this time to do this with us. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. All right, guys, I have to let James go. <laughs> go ahead, go search on YouTube for his songs. James Numberi. It's so exciting when you listen to him. It is. It is it is pure pure bliss. That's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> James, thank, thank you. you once again. Thank, thank you, you so once much again. for having me. This was fun. Pleasure, <laughs> pleasure is ours. Thank you. All right, guys, we must go now. But before we go, you know how we say it. We always come into the space to lean on one another's experience to forge a path. Till I come your way again. Bye for now. Bye, James. Bye. yeah beautiful before we sign off i just want to encourage you yeah it's been a wonderful time and also i'd like to hear from you your feedback you know you've been listening to the world cafe podcast i would love to hear from you the feedback if you have any questions yeah you go ahead and Ask those questions. You can reach me at my email address, amakri garibaldi at gmail.com. Amakri is A M A C H R E G A R I B A L D I at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, we'll get back. You know how we do it on the show. Thank you. Part of time it has been with you on the Word Cafe podcast today. Thank you for being there. You can catch me up on my social media handles, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all at Amakri Isoboye. Also, you can get copies of my books, A Cocktail of Words, The Color of Words, and my HR notebook on Amazon and on Robin Heights online bookstores. You can also subscribe to my YouTube page, at the same address. Yes, till we see you again. Bye for now.